0: Welcome to Ringing of the Bell, brought to you by the ASEX and Bell Direct. I'm Jessica Ramirez from Bell Direct. And joining us today is Andrew Campion. He's the General Manager of Investment Products at the ASX. Andy, thanks so much for having us.
1: Great to see you, Jess, and welcome to the ASX.
0: Well, thank you for having us. So today we're talking about the key themes that have emerged since COVID-19, discovered by the ASX Australian Investor Study 2020. And I guess one of the key things is that there's been a huge increase in investing since March 2020, when the market hit its COVID-19 load. and in investors are increasingly seeing uh, volatility as an opportunity. In fact, 46% of investors are seeing volatility as an opportunity, taking heed of the words of Oren Buffett, perhaps
1: yeah it has been a huge year uh, for, for markets Jess but I think it just reinforces the fact that markets are constantly uh, adapting and, and changing to to uh, to reflect the, the changes in the broader uh, economy so in some ways it's no different as what's always happened uh, ASX has been conducting these uh, studies since the mid 1980s, every two or three years and every single time something new and interesting emerges from each of those studies uh, for the for this year's study we um, we're actually in the field uh, surveying about 5,000 individuals just before the onset of, of COVID-19. So our initial reaction was, well, it, it may invalidate a lot of our results, but on reflection, it actually provided us a great opportunity to, to go back into the market for a follow-up survey and use that to sort of compare and contrast the changes in investors' behaviours and attitudes uh, between, those, between those two dates, between January uh, and, and May of this year. And, and what we found is that's right. Investors have been really active uh, since the onset of the pandemic. of investors have made uh, changes to their portfolio in that time. 28% of investors have actually, uh, are going to change their retirement plans, uh, even if they're many decades away from retirements, either feeling like they'll need to rely more on Social Security or have less to to live off in in retirement. And we also found that um, uh, quite a lot of changes in how people uh, hold their cash balances as as interest rates have come down. 17% of investors actually invested all their spare cash whereas another 13% actually increased their cash holdings to reflect some of the nerves around about the volatility in the market.
0: And your survey found what we're seeing at Bell Direct as well, and that's younger Aussies are now investing more than they ever have been before. So this is really quite interesting and great to see. So what are younger Aussies doing that you've found?
1: Yeah, that's right. There's definitely been a a big uptick in younger investors looking to start uh, their investment journey. We found there's around about 900,000 intending investors and by that, we mean people who are looking to start investing for the first time over the next 12 months. And out of that 900,000, about 250,000 are what we call next generation investors. So they're, 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 those are individuals between 18 and 24 uh, years, years of age. Um, and a lot of that um, uh, new investors, new young investors coming to the market is, is driven by the realisation that you need a lot less money to start investing on ASX, than is as previously the case, our our previous study in 2017, the people thought you needed about six thousand eight hundred dollars before you could start in, in investing in shares and other um, types of investments on ASX. This this year's study found that dropped by about a third. People now think it's only around about forty three hundred dollars that you need. So it's come down a long way, and a lot of a lot of the driver of that is the rise of uh, ETFs. ETFs provide. Uh, a great way of of starting out in in investing. It's easy um, to understand and it provides a lot of uh, diversification and for for smaller uh, um, amounts of of money. And it's really well suited to to younger investors as well because it plays into the things that they care about. It's easy to use ETFs to invest in global technology uh, companies and also to invest with an ethical uh, viewpoint. We found about 19% uh, of those next-gen investors actually rely on ethical factors when they're making their investment choices
0: that's really exciting really good to see Uh, but it's not just the younger ones getting started it's sisters i guess doing it for themselves as the song goes so female investing has definitely marketedly increased and of those new investors about 45 percent of new investors are female so that's really exciting
1: yeah, that's right. And looking forward, the, the picture is even uh, is even brighter. Those intending investors we talked about, fifty one percent of those nine hundred thousand are actually females. So for the first time, we're actually seeing more females entering um, their investment journey for the for the for the first time. But there's still a lot of work uh, to, to do to do here in in terms of uh, female investors' portfolios. They tend to hold fewer assets, tend to be less diversified, uh, and also more risk adverse. And on the information or the education side of things, that they tend to be less aware of investment options and they're also more conscious of barriers that might prevent them from uh, developing their portfolio, such as a fear of, of, of hidden costs. But what's in- encouraging is that those sort of barriers are actually somewhat able to be overcome through through more education, um, including some of the initiatives that uh, ASX runs. So what we found with female investors, they're actually a lot more open for to a wider uh, source of, of, of information to, to in, enhance their knowledge of, of investing. We found about 25% uh, of female investors use the ASX website or ASIC's uh, Money Smart website and they're also big fans of the Barefoot Investor.
0: Nice. So zooming out, looking at ladies and men, your survey found that I guess investors want it all. As the song goes, they want it all. Um, So, when it comes to investing, they want to maximise their returns, but also getting passive income from dividends or um, distributions. So, tell us about that.
1: Yeah, that's one of the key challenges to investing is striking that balance or those offsetting uh, priorities between uh, capital growth. Uh, investing for income and also protecting your initial, your initial cap, uh, capital outlay. So that's at the heart of what we do with our education inif- initiatives. Diversification is the only free lunch in investing, as they say, and that's really true. And we do put that at the heart of, of all uh, our uh, seminars and, and education materials that we have on, on, our, on our website. Um, in terms of the study, uh, a key part of the study is to look at investors' attitudes uh, to risks and, and what is their investment uh, priorities. So from January to May, uh, we found that investors in a broad sense increased their risk appetite. They were more willing to accept variability uh, in, in their portfolio value in, in the, with the aim of, of, of higher investment returns. Uh, we found that next-gen investors uh, are much more focused on uh, diversi- diversification impacts than uh, other age cohorts. And we also found that uh, all age co- cohorts had a similar um, Uh, view on the importance of the sustainability of dividends right through from next-gen investors all the way through to retirees, which is somewhat surprising because you'd think that younger investors aren't as focused on on, on dividends as as retirees, but that was a a somewhat interesting result. Mm.
0: So, I guess they do want passive income so that they can go on holidays and do what they want. Um, So, let's talk about the future now. So, over the next 12 months, um, 57% of Aussies say that they tend to buy shares, 28% want to buy ETFs and a smaller portion about 17% want to fork out some cash into international shares Uh, but what we find at Bell Direct is that clients do prefer to buy direct shares maybe when they're starting out uh, we find that they tend to dabble in ETFs um, and also when they're you know going into international equities they buy ETFs as well but what are you what are you finding?
1: Yeah, the survey uh, points towards, uh, for the next 12 months, uh, investors' uh, preferences is is very much geared towards domestic shares. Now, I guess that sort of makes a lot of intuitive sense. Our our market is still, uh, the ASX 200 is still about 1,000 points below its pre-COVID levels, whereas some global markets like the US are already back or or even at uh, uh, all-time highs. So I think some investors are seeing a lot more value in the domestic uh, share market. And there's also probably a, a belief that, by, by and large, Australia is doing really, relatively well on a global sense in terms of dealing with the, with the uh, economic impact of, of, of COVID. Uh, so we're definitely definitely seeing that. And next-gen inv- investors in particular, over 80% of those are uh, looking to buy more Australian shares in the next 12, 12 months. And one other interesting uh, result looking forward for the next year or so is a lot of investors during this uh, pandemic have, have realised there's a lot of uh, value through financial advice. So there's about 17 Uh, percent of people that are currently not using a financial advisor are looking to engage with some sort of professional financial advice over the next 12 months.
0: Well, the ASX Australian Investor Study has definitely highlighted a lot of impact since COVID-19. Investors' behaviour has changed, there has been a, a massive um, increase in younger Aussies investing, females investing. So there's a lot of optimism. And in fact, we're going to see a lot of increase in activity in investing over the next 12 months. So it's a very exciting time. Andy Campion from the ASX, thank you so much for your insights.
1: Thanks, Jess.